Good morning for Thursday, September 25th, 2014. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Obama vows to counter extremists. A terror cell that avoided the spotlight. And deaths in homes spread circle of contagion. We get the latest from Monrovia, Liberia. In today's national news headlines, Holder backs suit over legal service for the poor. GOP error reveals donors and the price of access. And the U.S. will pay Navajos $554 million in a lawsuit. In today's business headlines, the Dow is up 154 points. BlackBerry unveils its latest smartphone. Comcast lashes out at rivals opposed to merger. And Apple issues iOS 8 update and then withdraws it. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is reported from the United Nations. Obama vows to counter extremists. Reported by Mark Landler. President Obama on Wednesday charted a muscular new course for the United States in a turbulent world, telling the United Nations General Assembly in a bluntly worded speech that the American military would work with allies to dismantle the Islamic State's network of death and warning Russia that it would pay for its bullying of Ukraine. Two days after ordering airstrikes on dozens of militant targets in Syria, Obama issued a fervent call to arms against the Islamic State, the once reluctant warrior now apparently resolved to waging a twilight struggle against Islamic extremism for the remainder of his presidency. Today, I ask the world to join in this effort, Obama said, seeking to buttress a global coalition that he said would train and equip troops to fight the group, also known as ISIL, starve it of financial resources, and halt the flow of foreign recruits to its ranks. Those who have joined ISIL should leave the battlefield while they can, Obama said, foreshadowing the blows to come. For we will not succumb to threats, and we will not demonstrate that the future belongs to those who build, not those who destroy. The brutality of the militants, he said, forces us to look into the heart of darkness. Even so, Obama said, the threat from the Islamic State was only the most urgent of an onslaught of global challenges that have given the United States no choice but to take the lead. From resisting Russia's aggression against Ukraine, to coordinating a response to the Ebola outbreak in West Africa, from brokering a new unity government in Afghanistan, to organizing a new campaign to confront climate change. It was a starkly different president than the one who addressed skeptical world leaders at the General Assembly last year, two weeks after calling off a missile strike on Syria over its use of chemical weapons. In that speech, Obama offered a shrunken list of American priorities in the Middle East and showed little appetite for the charged rhetoric or interventionist policies of his predecessor, George W. Bush. Obama on Wednesday spoke more like a wartime leader, reaffirming his determination to work with other countries but leaving little doubt that the United States would act as the ultimate guarantor of an international order that he said was under acute stress. As if to underscore his new role, Obama led a rare leader's session of the United Nations Security Council, 
which unanimously passed a resolution requiring countries to pass laws against traveling abroad to join terrorist groups or financing those efforts. The speech was the centerpiece of a hectic three days of diplomacy for Obama, and he appeared to make strides in broadening the coalition against the Islamic State. On Wednesday, Prime Minister David Cameron of Britain recalled Parliament to meet Friday to vote on joining American-led airstrikes in Iraq.